Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it is beautiful. If you find you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red Tell Me More button, and start creating your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I am super excited about today's show as every one of our guests from this week has provided us with bonus material. This is what we call Follow Your Yes Friday. In the 20 years that I've been doing research and working with partners and, and, and relationships and men and women, one of the things that I've found missing in many partnerships is, well, we tend to forget or maybe we just neglect to follow our intuition or what I call our yes, that gut feeling that tells us, here's what your next step is. Instead, what happens is we we tend to be in our partnerships and we're operating solely from our head. We're analyzing everything. We're disregarding just what our gut's telling. Sometimes we do pay attention. We we recognize that yes, that, that instinct, and we start to follow it. But here's the trick. We tend to not really own it. We don't defend it. We don't we don't set our boundaries with conviction. And this results in us abandoning our yes. We ultimately end up proceeding in our partnerships based on somebody else's yes. They put theirs on the table and we just go, oh yeah, that's good. And we go with theirs. What we're going to look at today, I've asked every one of our guests about their yes. Not just when they followed their yes, but also when they haven't. What happened when they didn't follow their yes? They didn't follow that gut feeling that said, oh, this is what you need to do next, and instead went strictly off their intellect and their analyzer and said, nope, nope, that doesn't pencil. I'm going to keep on this path. We've got information from every single guest that you heard this week that's going to help you understand the power of following your yes. Now, here we go. Jenna Ward joined me on the show recently, and she gave us the golden rule for how to recognize your yes. Well, Jenna, would you do us a big favor? Would you you help us to really kind of illustrate the importance of following your yes? And where I'd love to start is to ask you to share a quick story of a time when, well, you did not follow that yes. Maybe at the time you didn't even realize you had one. But looking back, you're going, Mm -hmm. geez, that was so clear. I don't I, how did I miss this? So- yeah, I can I can definitely speak to this. Awesome. <laughs> um, so I am an embodiment and energy medicine mentor. And in a previous job incarnation, I was also a clinical hospital pharmacist and lectured for a school of pharmacy. And those worlds are very distinctly different. And there was a time when I was transitioning from my pharmacy and lecturing gig into my own entrepreneurial journey as an embodiment mentor. And I was doing really well in my in my um, my own business, my entrepreneurial business. And yet some part of me was like choosing out of fear to not let go of the one day a week university job. 
The job was fabulous. The people were fabulous, but it was not where I was meant to be. And some part of me deep down always despised showing up. Some part of me deep down didn't want to go. Some part of me was always resisting going to that job. And it was only a one day a week job. I just wanted to be doing my business. It clearly was my passion and yet I continued to say no to it. And what happened was that I renewed my contract. I said, yes, I gave these people a yes. I let them plan their year around me being there. And what happened for me personally was after not following my yes, So my personal yes to my job after not following that and agreeing to do the things that went against this deep inner knowing that I had after, I think I was only in that job, I think I turned up for about seven weeks. That was seven days worth of work. I just couldn't do it anymore. And that put me in a really awkward situation because I was in this situation where I finally got the courage to follow my yes, I just need to commit to this entrepreneurial journey. I finally got the courage to do that. And yet because I had been ignoring my yes for so long, I allowed everybody else in my life to make these plans that influenced me and that locked me into things far beyond what I was willing to do. So that became really uncomfortable because I know particularly as a woman, I have a really hard time saying no and letting people down. And yet at the same time, this intuition, this inner yes was just really begging me and and unapologetically forcing me to commit to myself and to leave this position. And so what, what happened was I had to let everybody down. And in some ways, it was mildly a little bit unprofessional. They totally understood from a personal point of view, but it was a great inconvenience to the organization. And yet, as soon as it was gone, instant liberation. Instant liberation. I felt so much better when I allowed myself to follow the heart and to follow that inner guidance that was saying, yes, just commit to what feels good. Excellent. Excellent. Such a great example. Well, Jenna, let's flip this around then. Let's let's take a look at a time when not only did you have that clear yes, but you you recognize it and you followed it. What happened when you did that? Yeah, I've had many of those situations. Uh, recently, one of the big times that I felt a yes uh, was that I had a really successful in-person practice within Brisbane, Australia, seeing my clients and doing energy medicine with them in person. And it was a fabulous practice, but at the same time, I really was feeling the call to move to Bali. And I couldn't figure out what was going on. Um, it didn't really make a, log- a lot of logical sense. I didn't know anyone in Bali, but yet there was this strong feeling that I was meant to go there. And so after, you know, realizing that it's it's impractical, it doesn't make sense, it's not the logical thing to do, I decided, okay, well, let's just make it happen. And I transitioned my business into an online business. I moved to Bali and on my fifth day in Bali, I met an amazing man who just fell into my lap and fell into my life. And it was a fabulous whirlwind adventure. And in retrospect, it was clear to me that the stars had aligned for all of this to come together for me. And it only happened because I trusted that intangible knowing that said, you don't don't understand why, you don't understand how it's going to happen, but it's such a strong yes in your heart that you can't ignore it. So that was a real success story. And now I'm with that same man in Europe where he's from traveling around. Excellent. Excellent. So I'm I'm curious then, Jenna, for you, how, how do you recognize, how do you make that distinction between, you know, that yes, that internal guidance and just your mind trying to convince you of things? 
Yeah, my golden rule, because this is something that stumps a lot of my clients as well, my golden rule is that our heart, which is our intuition, our deeper knowing, our soul's purpose, our heart has no justification. It just is. As opposed to our head, which has a big story about why we should, why we shouldn't, why it's good enough, why it's not good enough, why it's not going to work, why it is going to work. Our story could write a thesis on all the reasons why we should or shouldn't do something. And yet our head, oh, sorry, our heart, it just simply is. It does not have a justification. It doesn't need a reason why. It doesn't need validation. It just is truth unapologetically. So for me, I ask my clients to tune in and I ask them to tune in and I ask them to say, is there a big story that goes with that decision? A big justification, a big, you know, thesis on extrapolating all the facts and all the possibilities, or does it just feel like truth? And that's a beautiful way to kind of distinguish intuition from fear as well knowing that your heart or your head, sorry, is always going to have a big, long story about why. That is great. Thank you for that. Mm, you're so welcome. Jessica Winterstern joined me on the show, and she reminded us that sometimes your yes requires you to say no. Well, Jessica, I, I want to ask you for a favor. Would you do us a favor? Would you actually help us illustrate how important it is to follow that internal guidance, that yes, that we all have? And, and what I'd like you to start with is share with us a quick story of a time when you did not follow your yes. Maybe at the time you didn't realize you had one, but when you look back, you're going, geez, that was clear. My gut was telling me exactly what to do and I still didn't do it. Tell us about that time. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is this has been such an important lesson for me in terms of really learning how to trust that intuitive inner voice. And, um, and there was definitely a time in my life where, you know, I was being faced, uh, with, uh, a reflection of a man who was, he was convinced that he was meant to be with me. Um, and I just knew my gut was saying, no, this isn't right. Um, this isn't right. Even though he, loved me so deeply, even though I loved him so deeply. Um, and we had such a strong relationship and, uh, there was just such beautiful communication and connection. I just knew inside that it wasn't what I wanted. And, you know, again, a past pattern for me was to sort of give my power away and to, um, trust someone else's truth rather than again, that internal knowing. And so I allowed myself to be swayed because I, I loved him and I respected him. And I was actually afraid to honor my truth because I didn't want to disappoint him or hurt him. So I ended up going against that knowing to appease him. And it ultimately caused me to turn on myself. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me more. What, what do you mean when you say cause you to turn on yourself? Well, I mean, in that I, I ended up like, again, that I knew that, that I didn't want to be with him. Mm -hmm. And yet, uh, like he was just, again, reflecting back to me. No, no, like this is what it's supposed to be. Like we're supposed to be together. And so I allowed myself to go into agreement with that and sort of go down that path. And it was, it was, it felt like I 
was turning on myself because everything in my body and my heart was just screaming, no, this isn't right. And so it just, it was an experience where once I got to that place where I had said yes to him and no to myself, you know, I felt like I had betrayed myself and, um, and I really got to see how that pattern of giving my power to someone else versus trusting my internal knowing and that yes to myself was so obvious. And there was such an opportunity for me to change that pattern. But it, it took me going all the way into this relationship um, for me to really see that I had kind of betrayed myself in a way. Excellent. Thank you for sharing that. So let's flip this around. Let's actually take a look at a time when you had a clear yes, and not only did you recognize it, but you followed it. Tell us that story. Um, well, again, like I think my soul, like my karmic, you know, patterns and uh, opportunities seem to be around a lot of it. Seems to be around relationships with men, and this was a, this has been a pattern in my life where I've been sort of drawing in men who are amazing and beautiful and yet um, are convinced that they're meant to be with me. And my lesson, again, has been to learn how to stand in my my power and my truth and my knowing and not uh, be afraid to own that. And so this a similar kind of situation happened uh, a few months ago where a beautiful man in my life that I have an incredibly deep connection with um, basically claimed me as his woman (laughs) and again, was convinced that I was meant to be in this relationship with him and that we were meant to be together. And the same internal voice that, you know, that intuition and that gut feeling of like, no, this isn't right came up. And, uh, and I got to see so clearly that again, pattern of mind that wants to appease others and, say yes at the expense of myself. And so this was a time where I was able to, even, you know, as this man who, again, was just like the embodiment of love was standing in front of me and, um, you know, just deeply caring for me, I was able to tell him, like, I love you and the answer is no. And it was really the first time in my life where I, I actually fully honored that that internal knowing, uh, despite the fear around hurting him. And again, as we spoke earlier, um, about how it's, you know, we can only really honor those in our lives if we are honoring ourselves. Like I had to get past the belief that this was going to hurt him and know that my yes to myself was actually a yes to him in a, a way that may not make sense on the surface level, but was, was real. So that was definitely a time that I followed my yes. Excellent. Congratulations. Thank and you. you. You know, you, you spoke to something that it's something I call preemptive healing. And, and you said, you know, I, I, I told him, no, this isn't going forward, even though I knew, you know, it might might hurt his feelings or what have you. Mm-hmm. And when we don't do that, that's why I call it preemptive healing. We're assuming they can't handle it. Exactly. Which is so invalidating to them. Exactly. That I get to decide what you can handle. And it's even more invalidating to us because we compromise who we are because we're worried they won't be able to handle it. Exactly. Yeah, it's, we're completely, it's, it's, we're doing them a disservice by not giving them the opportunity to like rise strong and really show up in that way. And I actually wrote an article about that and it's called, I love you and the answer is no. And it's exactly about that experience. Mm. So yeah, hugely healing. Um, 
so yeah thank you for that reflection yeah absolutely i can't wait to read that article now uh, <laughs> so i have one final question for you jessica and this is something that that our listeners ask about all the time is how do you recognize your yes your internal guidance versus your mind just trying to convince you of things yeah, that's a really good question. Um, and, you know, I think for me, this has again been something that I've really been learning to uh, strengthen within myself. And for me, it comes down to like realizing that my, that voice of intuition, that yes voice versus the mind or the ego, it it's kind and it's loving. And I know that sounds kind of strange, but it's like when I'm afraid to do something, um, you know, and there's fear that comes up, if I go into a situation because there's this like voice inside that says, just do it. And there's sort of like an underlying pressure or this need to force myself into a situation that doesn't feel good, but it, it has this sort of like tinge of, um, unkindness or, uh, you know, it's just kind of this like forceful, like do it. I, I see that as my mind. I see that as my ego and definitely something that has run the show many times, you know, or for example, within this dynamic, the past dynamic with the man, when I said yes, when I wanted to say no, it was, it was not coming from a loving place. And I, I could feel that. Whereas when it's a yes, and it's my intuition, it's a voice that is gentle and honoring and supportive. So even if there's fear involved, you know, I feel like it's reflecting to me that I have the ability to rise in that situation. And I can make that decision um, and feel like I'm coming from my heart. So it's it's just kind of like taking time to stop and really ask myself, okay, where is this coming from, this choice? Is it coming from love or is it coming from fear? And when you really tune in and you listen, you'll be able to distinguish uh, that voice that is the yes, loving voice versus the ego mind. So that would be, you know, how I how I go about making these choices. Yeah, that's that's great advice. Thank you very much, and thank you for your for your stories because they've been incredibly helpful. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you to all my guests for sharing their stories of the benefits of following their yes, and for you listening. I invite you to take what you just heard about the importance of following your yes and apply it to what you heard this week on the show. Chances are there was something that clicked for you when you were listening to our interviews this week. What I invite you to do is to implement it. It doesn't matter if it's changing a behavior or a belief you've been operating from. Maybe it's looking into one of the resources or books that our guests recommended. Whatever your yes was from the material you heard from our guests this week, take it and act on it. And if you missed any of the interviews this week, simply go to speakingapartnership.com and enter the guest's name in the search bar. It'll take you directly to the recording of their interview. You can view their show notes and find all the links to the resources they mentioned. Follow Your Yes Friday is all about you taking the next two days and applying something that you learned on the show this week. Follow up on something that caught your attention, where you thought, man, this is good. This, this could really make a difference in my life. Whatever that yes was, this is your compass telling you this is your best path. So follow it. From all of us here at Speaking of Partnership, we invite you to take your yes and take action on it today. Peace. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. 
Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. I release a brand new episode every Monday through Friday, so make sure you don't miss a single show. Go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher and iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else, either in person or on the web. Have a great day, and remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.